Welcome to our yet another podcast on um, grieving for our loved ones. I thought this time around I'd invite a friend of mine who's also, you know, have gone through, like many of us have also had the challenges of losing a loved one. And I really wanted to get a perspective of someone else now because obviously I've I've gone through it and I still feel as though some days it's like I'm unhealed. I go back to where I was. I'm like, I was over this. And I just wanted to get an idea of what was that first thing that you went through and you felt like I was feeling a loss. Could you could you remember? Yes, I think my sort of worst experience um, started um, because I think it's it's also when it's so sudden. Mm. Yes, it was with my dad, two thousand and two, um, and well, he had a, a illness. He was mm. diabetic, and you know a bit of heart hard thing but he was fit and he was you know yeah. doing well so and we just never thought of my father as sometimes if you die of an illness or a heart attack or something it's like you physically there's something wrong with you yeah. and you're weak yeah. physically yeah. so me seeing my dad lying there in hospital that just yeah it was shock it was shock it was unbelief i was not ready i was not ready for it so i felt i was caught off guard mm. and then after in the in the uh, months leading well i took it very very badly i actually went into a depression i didn't handle it well yeah. i had to go on antidepressants and stuff like that for many many months yeah so and then my mom also died but my mom was easier for me somehow to because she affect. suffered after 2003 uh, to my dad died 2005 my mom passed away but she stopped living when would, my father passed would i be insensitive to say then when someone is kind of like sick you kind of like mentally prepare for the worst. Yes, but also almost it was a kind of relief when my mom left. Oh, in a way, oh, and it, it sounds way. terrible, but no, she wanted to there's go. There's wisdom there. Yes, she there's wanted to. There. And when somebody wants to leave their body, if somebody wants to leave their body behind and yeah. go, and go, then who am I? And I saw her suffer for, for, for three years after my dad. And she was just waiting to go. To go. Do you know what? Um, yeah. I just had an aha moment for. It is you just highlighting that it was a sense of relief. To me, it's saying that you had... I don't believe that anyone would ever say, I have fully now, you know... Um, healed from the loss of mm. you know mm. but for me i recognize something in what you're saying mm. the fact that you were so accepting of your mom wanting, wanting to, to go, go. Mm. it's it says to me mm. you at least moved mm. um, miles and miles from the first loss yeah. which was your father because my father i felt 
you were still vibrant you were still very active you were still all the 69 he 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 still did a coaching coaching yes. rugby coaching and he had so many plans i saw his mind actively busy uh, so that was a loss not only to us having such a wise person and putting into our lives still mm. so i wasn't ready to lose that it and it's selfish always yeah, when we uh, when we mourn somebody we mourn for ourselves not for that person you know mm. and when my mom decided but she doesn't want to be on this earth and mm. uh, for many years year one after my dad years two after my dad and she was just a shell sitting there she Aww. stopped talking she was a very talkative person she stopped talking she lost and she just lost the world to live so for me it was okay you wanted to, to go you are there so i didn't feel that lost so much as when i felt it with my dad with you and then 3 years after that my brother 2008 my brother and that is a loss i just have difficulty getting yeah. over that is because every party every when i see his children his two boys yeah. going up and yeah. making uh, and, and now his grandchild that he didn't Aww. see and he was the life of all our family get togethers and he left at 49 and no, for me that, that is yeah. yeah yeah do you know what so, you you yeah. saying to me now it reminds me of how i lost my grandmother which um i spoke about in the first podcast that i did but i didn't go into detail um i had planned a surprise visit to go to her to east london and little did i know that she was going to go and i did not cry i promise you you know with us we take about 2 weeks to mm. to 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 do a burial and 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 in those 2 weeks i would like cry but not the cry that has a sound but you just get teary and that kind of thing but the day that um the day of the funeral I sobbed uncontrollably so and I couldn't you know when you cry like you are out of control and 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 it was almost like an out of body experience that I I I I I experienced I've never cried like that ever in my life and so I kind of like relate to what you're saying and saying that when 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 your dad was I'm going to use this word snatched mm. away from you mm. guys it, it because it was so unexpected and so it was for me but um i think more than anything else what 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 you know kind of like rounded me off was was therapy but not just that i think therapy for me unlocked other things mm. that i could do um and maybe um talking about it to 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 friends um as what well. would you say like um therapy um, was something that no, you considered i am not big on therapy mm i'm not big on therapy maybe going there once to get sort of uh, practical tools to cope yeah you know if you really can't cope day to day yeah um but i i believe more in sort of really doing the inner work yourself but, yeah uh, finding out how you cope mm. uh with certain things and yeah. what works for you and and 
there's just something for me about talking to some something. stranger and expecting that person to we'll know the my inner my inner when the answers are within yeah within me yes so talking relate. like i'm talking to you yeah. that have similar experiences yes. because i might sit across a therapist that has never lost somebody close to her yeah. or him But so, yes, so to education yes, to, yes. To, to assist somebody. So talking to somebody that has gone through similar experiences. Certainly. Yeah. That, that, and that can be friends or family or whatever. Yeah. And that's why I said on my on my podcast that I did that you know nobody really has all the answers. I went there, I can tell you after my third my first one the first one obviously they're getting to know you there is no counseling mm. per se and then the second one that's when you now put on the table you unleash mm. you just put the thing on the table what you need to be mm. dealt with and then the second time and then she kind of like um i'm going to say the second time because it was really then the, the second session not getting to know me it's when she then gave me the tools which is what i'm connecting to that the tools that she gave me like keep some of her belongings and like make a memory box and that kind of thing and 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 not because for me the first thing was i don't even want to see anything that is going to remind me of her because i was worried that i was going to break down especially in the profession that we are in that we're supposed to hold it together and 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 be a presenter in front of students and and, and so on because i was always like i needed to safeguard that professionalism and just keep it together keep it together and for me that was the most difficult i remember um, asking one of my colleagues um, who had lost her husband and i said how did you even start because for me, that was also difficult yeah. how did you even i think yes to having to where you just want to use that day just to cry and you know crawl under the blankets and mm. and not having to face people mm. but in in some way it actually also helped me being at work and yes helped me that's exactly what she my said. work my work helped me my uh, uh, deep uh, seeking for who i am and also um, my faith aha So those are the, the things, that, things that and people would, when I went through all these things, losing my dad, my mom, my, actually I lost my grandmother and my brother in one week. Oh my gosh. Yes. My grandmother had a stroke and then my brother was extremely close to my grandmother. Oh. When she passed away, oh. he got a stroke. And then on the day of her funeral, he passed away. Oh my God! On the same day, ten o'clock the morning was her funeral. Five o'clock, we were standing around his deathbed. I'm getting like I'm getting cold. I can't remember anything about my 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 grandmother's funeral because I said I remember. I said, God, don't do this to our family. Not don't do this how Not can anymore. you do this no. and I was trying to really get the reasons for what is happening yeah why it happened yeah, yeah. so I think for a lot of people it's the why right? yes yes yeah. but you know what um uh, 
what I admire about how you find found your, your, your healing is that you still had family around you mm, yes. um, people that suffered the same loss when maybe uh, friends um, perhaps I've lost somebody dear to me but it is not the same person mm, mm. and so I suppose then part of our healing then kind of like changes into a celebration of this person's one way or another you forced to um, whether you are recognizing it in, in, in your mind as it happens but at some point we just celebrate and and, and we are you we must are keep that memory alive yeah. you must and that is why it's a good thing what your therapist actually told you about keeping mm. because actually I have a, a memory, memory box, box. It is, and I keep something special or two things special of each of my loved ones you that see. I've lost. I have the actual rose that my father had on the day he died. He was at a function, a rugby function, and they pinned a rose. I still have that rose. Beautiful. 2002. I still have oh that rose in a box. I have a letter that my brother wrote to me, a five-page letter in 1998. Oh. He wrote this. To my youngest sister is his first words. To my youngest sister, I hope you're not so vulnerable anymore. Oh, he's now you're making me cry now. <laughs> We're going to hug and and and, and end yeah. it because yeah. it was beautiful. Mm. Thank you so much for allowing me into your space and um, you know helping others because the point of this for me it is to share with other people that we're not super human in any point um but hopefully somebody will hear this and it will um you know encourage them them. thank you thank you so much i really appreciate you thank you for making me cry